Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Hey, friends. TJ and I will be together performing June 17th through 20th in San Diego at the American Comedy Club. He'll be in West L.A. at Jam in the Van on June 22nd. Uh, He'll then move on to Liberty Township Funny Bone, June 25th through 26th. Buffalo Helium, June 28th through 30th. We'll be together again performing at the Brea uh, Improv, July 9th through 11th. Check out his website. TJ Miller does not have a website for more details. Thanks for listening. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with TJ Miller. It's gonna get, it's gonna get really, really nasty. The question is, you know, we know it gets as nasty as, as we want it to be, but does it ever get as nasty as we need it to be? I don't know. Not as, you know? Not as much as I would hope. You know, I feel like more often than not, it's getting nasty, and we want it to be that level of nasty, but we need a little bit more nasty. You think so? Think Higher octane nastiness? Is that how you'd phrase just, it? Just Higher type, octane? Just the type of nastiness that uh, makes the world go round. <laughs> I mean, do they, on your gravestone, do you want the word nasty somewhere in there? It wouldn't kill, if Kate died before me, Yeah, it wouldn't, um, wouldn't kill us to have it be, uh, you know, something like, um, he's got it, he got as nasty as he wanted to be. It would behoove us to have the word nasty on our own gravestones. Here lies the nastiest <laughs> that he would have wanted. And he got the nastiest he could have been. He died doing what he loved. Getting nasty. nasty. Yeah, getting nasty. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Well, um, is a pickup in um, at 3.30 okay? Yeah. That would give us 35 minutes? Yeah, let's, let's, we're, we're recording right now. And, you know, I was thinking we maybe should settle in and, uh, reveal some maskers. What do you think? I would love that. I'd love to do some old masky doodles. Like 85% of superheroes, this is Maskers. I just want to say one thing before we begin. Uh, the 
How often are you burning the roof of your mouth these days? It's happening a lot to me. I had a joke. I should do that joke tonight. It's kind of all that's happening when I eat. I should do that joke tonight. It's even happening with cold foods. That's how bad it's getting. It's gotten bad. I mean, it's bad. Folks, you know it's getting bad. You burn the roof of your mouth and the food is frozen. The roof of your mouth has gotten so cold that even cold food will burn it. <laughs> I just think the, the structural integrity of the mouth is not very impressive. Okay? You can burn the roof of your mouth really easily. You can get canker sores really easily. Um, things grow inside your mouth that'll make a billy goat puke. Right? You with me? Yeah, I'm with you 100%. I'm looking at some of these maskers. Okay. I just, uh, I think we're really getting into something pretty serious here. And that's that inside your mouth lies a virtual torture chamber. Well, it's usually pizza for me. And I have a joke about how the ratio of knowing that the pizza will burn the roof of your mouth to wanting the pizza in your mouth is just off. There's, yeah. It's just, it's, it's ill-weighted. Uh, I think that the ratio is off and you end up really uh, knowing that it's going to burn you. You can see yeah. the cheese is still bubbling. The yeah. steam is protruding. And you can't stop yourself. Permeating. And you just got to have it in your mouth. I think as you get older, you do a little bit better. But I think drinking never helps. If you're drunk and you've got the pizza. I even will say to Pizza Place in New York City, I'll say, you know, I don't need the slice uh, that hot. Because I'd really? rather have warm pizza that doesn't burn my mouth yeah. than hot pizza that really burns it. Yeah. And it lasts for about a week afterwards, too. Well, then my other joke was, and then a piece of the roof of your mouth comes off, and what do you do with that? Do you eat it? Is that gross? <laughs> Is it gross to eat part of your mouth? It's already in your mouth. <laughs> At that point, it's a food group. You were eating with it. Yeah. <laughs> now, where does that land on the food pyramid? You know what? This is a great... At the tippity top? Is that on the roof of the food pyramid? <laughs> this is a great diet plan. You know? The burning Burn roof of the mouth. And just eat mouth, the top of your plan. mouth. Yeah. No, no. You just don't eat for a while because you, you burn the shit out of the roof of your mouth. And the only sustenance you have is when you eat your mouth. Yeah. That's, that's actually a pretty good... Um, I'm on the burning the roof of my mouth diet. I think this is... You know, that's a practice living in the modern age, I think. I can't even Burn begin. the shit out of the roof well, of your mouth. I don't... How come I, the bottom... How come the bottom of your mouth doesn't get more, uh, you know, in trouble more? What do you think? Why doesn't the bottom of your mouth get in trouble more? The tongue more? doesn't get burned as easily. Um, that's true, but it will get burned. But yeah, the roof of the mouth is... Well, no, no food is really going into the bottom of the mouth. But I think as far as the design of the mouth... God got a little lazy on the roof. Structural integrity in question. In question. No, but I mean, really, you know, you're right. Why is it so easy to burn the roof of your mouth? Probably because nobody heated anything up when the human body was made. Yeah. That's the real problem. Now, you're That's the another thing. Why aren't we eating raw meat? Weren't we eating raw meat for well, centuries? I've told you, I, I have two That's choices right? with my diet, with the way April cooks, raw or burnt. And I usually choose burnt. Burnt tastes better than raw. Right. But, but I had a hamburger in New York City at Mineta Tavern, this famous yeah. burger, and I said, he said, how do you want it cooked? And I said, however the chef recommends. And he said, medium rare. And they, they brought it to us, and it was rare. Yeah. 
I mean, it was, um, it didn't have much solidity to it. It almost melted in your mouth. It really felt like it was raw meat in the middle. But it's high, it's high grade and it's, um, it was dry aged. It was a great burger, but it was really weird to have a burger that was like, it was like tartare. I think chefs are far too proud of that type of uh, cooking. I mean, they, they, it's almost like, how rare can I bring it to you? Where the actual animal comes out on the plate, still alive. <laughs> how do you feel about uh, uh, fish where the head is still on the fish? Does that spook you a little bit? I like that. There's a famous story in Kate's family where her brother, that he ordered fish and the fish came and it had its head on and he screamed and ran out of the restaurant. <laughs> now, I just want to say, you're the only guy that... So, TJ was coming back to the, to the hotel and you're the only guy that on the phone says, you'll never, you'll never believe what I just laminated. That's not something I've ever heard anyone say. <laughs> And, you know, you're just a guy that is full of surprises. I wouldn't have thought someone would say such a thing. There's a, I've uh, never said that. Because I've Jewish, never laminated anything. There's a Jewish fellow yeah. who owns a... Um, just going to get really hurtful? He owns... No, no, no. Incredibly racist. No. <laughs> but it would be anti-Semitic, not racist. Um, there's a Jewish fellow who owns the Second Avenue Deli, which is a famous deli in New York City. Yeah. I guess they have two locations. We found there's a location, uh, Kipps Bay, in New York City. And he's really funny. And we went there and we started talking to him. And he had all these questions. And then I said, do you want to hear a couple great Jewish jokes? And he goes, yeah, yeah sure. So I told him the Jewish jokes for my act. And he knew two of them. Um, he didn't know one of them. But he knew the really good one that I knew. And uh, then he told me a bunch. Which one is that? I, I, can you tell it? Do you remember my act? Well, I remember the joke, but I don't remember the wording or how. Well, the one that's the best. I think is go back. A little, and, a little yeah. Jewish boy runs home from his Jewish yeah. school and he runs up to his Jewish mother and he says, "Mom, mom, I got a part in the play." She says, "What part did you get?" He said, "I got the part of the Jewish husband." And she said, "Go back and tell them you want a speaking part." Right. <laughs> and he already knew that one. He she jumped yeah. me and did the yeah. punchline. Then he hadn't heard, and then I told him some jokes. Did he mangle that, it at all, or what? Did he mangle it at all? Yeah, he messed he, up my punchline like, for sure. But be, it yeah. was more important to him as a Jew to say I already have heard that one. Yeah, you know. Um, and then I told him a couple of famous uh, Maria joke, which is a type of joke that was popular in the um, um, in the nineteen sixties and seventies in uh, in uh, California. I read some pretty funny jokes last night. Uh, I'm studying the Friars Club Encyclopedia of Jokes. The one that pops to mind is there's a whole section of jokes about musicians. Yeah. And it's like, uh, uh, yeah, it's just silly ones. Like, uh, what do you do when a musician comes to your front door? Pay for the pizza and tell him to get out of here. <laughs> you know? And then another great one was, uh, what's the difference between a musician and a savings bond? One eventually mature. Oh, damn it. What's the difference between a musician and a savings bond? One eventually matures and starts making money. <laughs> Does this, great are you segueing into telling us what you laminated, or is it? Yeah, is, no, okay. no, no. I've totally left. Now I'm just telling jokes, oh, okay. like okay. like Shecky Youngman, Shecky Green, <laughs> Shecky Green, yeah, like Henny Youngman. Some um, another comedian, like Henny Greenman, like Shecky Youngman. So another comedian got mad at me once because I was riffing too much and they said, uh, what are you, Shecky Green? And yeah. I didn't know what they were saying. 
There used to be a magazine called Checky Magazine written by these this husband and wife comedian. Yeah. And it was yeah, the early that. days of the internet. I remember that, yeah. And uh, That's where we got our news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind serious. Of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it was interesting. It went on for a while. But so, um, anyway, I told him this joke. It's a very famous joke. You should have seen joke. the sports section. Just people falling down and, you know, burning the roof of their mouths. Because comedians aren't the greatest. Okay, yeah. Crickets, crickets. I can hear snow falling in Spokane. You know what? When I you can hear it's the the show's going very poorly. When you can hear the uh, little dialing function, the, on your, on, the, the winding function, on the yeah, on your watch. Um, do you remember? <laughs> I was thinking the other day and told the story about when we were in Anchorage, Alaska, yeah. and uh, my the Yeti. Called if you haven't heard the Yeti episode, go back and listen to the Yeti. Uh, but yeah. the age classic called, episode. It's a classic episode. Yeah. The Yeti episode. Uh, the agent, my agent, called and said. Um, so this is pretty crazy, but right. um, yeah. the 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 venue that you're playing, yeah. Fairbanks, is um, uh, it's burning down. And yeah. I said, "What?" And he goes, "It's burned down." And we said, "When did it burn down?" He goes, "What's well, happening right now?" And we said, yeah. "What do you mean?" He said, "Well, it's currently <laughs> on fire." And he said, "Well, we have a show there tomorrow." Yeah. Yeah. And he said, "No, you don't. Not anymore because it's burning." And they said, "It's already burned beyond all recognition." Yeah. That's an interesting phrase. Burned beyond all recognition. Right, yeah. That means at this point it's burned so much you're not even sure it's a building. <laughs> like, what is that? A sheep? <laughs> Jesus, that thing looks like a boat. Is that a boat over there on fire? <laughs> um, but yeah. So anyway, the um, it was though you know, and the best, the most. Okay, so I remember how I felt. You know what I felt? You were ecstatic. I was. I felt relief because yeah. the shows had been tough enough at the Chill Coo Charlotte uh, uh, in. Uh, uh, Anchorage, and I thought Fairbanks. That's even f- more deep into the wilderness. That's going to be a bloodbath, right? It's going to be a disaster. It's kind of right? how I felt when I first heard about the coronavirus. I felt some level of relief. Um, in fact, I felt a lot of relief because when the world shut down at first, because um, I had some cruises lined up, and uh, right. it was so bad. Like I so much didn't want to do the cruises that I had lined up that I. Uh, you know, was willing to endure a worldwide pandemic. Is that selfish? No, it's not selfish, but it's also <laughs> that I remember in the beginning, the pandemic happened. Everyone was like, this is going to be a weird three months. Yeah, I know. But it was kind of like, oh, this will be fun to sort of have some time off. And it quickly but you, went the you other way. Did, okay, so I called you from the Bay Area and said, this is going to be bad. Okay. And you were like, uh, there's people in the Bay Area, a bunch of wimps. You started ripping on the Bay Area. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Yeah. No, I didn't. In fact, your phrasing was even more harsh than that. I'm not going to. What did I say? You, 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 yeah, you said they were, the, the rest of the world, you just said they're overreacting in the Bay Area. I'm just going to let you off the hook here. Did I mean compared to New York? Now, you were in Texas at the time, I think. It was the second week of March. Yeah, it would have been the week. I called you. I'm like, it was a Sunday. And I go, buddy. Things are really going to get bad here. I go because I just could see it coming because it, it was already. You know, there's the cruise ship outside the Bay Area where they were all infected. Are you, are you trying to have that kind of cancel out the fact that you repeatedly? Oh, from there on, the pan- you were wrong from there at on, every turn. From that moment on, I was wrong every step of the way. You know, you were wrong in every turn, and you just kept turning in circles. You were just <laughs> going round and round, being wrong. I didn't think it would last. You as long spin as I was. me wrong round, baby, wrong round like a record, baby, wrong, wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. part of the reason I was wrong all the time is I was trying to uh, be a positive, like 
optimistic guy in the face of uh, of, of sadness and uncertainty. I was yeah. trying to be a good friend, partially. Did I really think it was going to end that quickly? I don't yes. know. You think so? Yeah, you thought it was going to. Hmm. Maybe. You made, you've made a lot of positive uh, predictions that came wrong, came well, untrue. True. And I laminated all those thoughts, and I have them. What did you laminate? Well, I sort of laminated my, uh, metaphorically, I laminated uh, the joke that I was going to tell before okay. I kind of lost uh, my way, I suppose. I yeah. don't know. I don't know what or who could have obscured it, but... <laughs> No, but I told so I told this this uh, this Jewish deli proprietor. I said, um, you know, are you, um, you know, I said, uh, well, have you heard this joke? This is an old joke. It was popular in the sixties and seventies, and it's called a Maria joke. And um, and uh, I said, so what happens is this woman calls home. Uh, and uh, her housekeeper, Maria, picks up and she says, hello. And the woman says, Maria, um, I'm going to be late at the office tonight. Uh, can you put my husband on the phone? And Maria says, uh, lo siento, señora, but I cannot do that. And uh, the woman says, well, Maria, why not? And Maria says, lo siento, señora, but um, he is in bed with a, a woman. And she said, what? Is this true, Maria? And she goes, I'm sorry, señorita, but yes, yes, it's true. And then the woman goes, Maria, you've worked me for a long time, haven't you? Maria says, yes. And she says, are you in the study? And Maria says, yes. And she says, all right, I want you to open the, the right drawer of the desk, and there's a revolver in there. I want you to take that revolver, and I want you to go upstairs, and I want you to shoot my husband and the woman that he's in bed with. And Maria says, yes. And there's a pause on the line. And then Maria comes back on, and she says, okay, senora. It is done. And the woman says, oh, Maria, you, I, I can never repay you for this. I'm indebted to you for the rest of my life. Now, what I want you to do is take a handkerchief, wipe off the handle of the revolver, and then throw it into the pool. And Maria says, I'm sorry, senora, but I cannot do that. And she says, why not? And Maria says, because you don't have a pool. And the woman says, is this 5557120? And, uh... And I really got him with that one. Yeah. And I don't know if this is why, but he said to me, he said, that's pretty good, that's pretty good. Then he pulled out his wallet, and I'm going to do it for you right now. Okay, Cash. okay. He pulled out his wallet, and he said, hey, you want me to show you a picture of my pride and joy? Yeah. Cash? Yeah. You want me to show you a picture of my pride and joy? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and so it was can a you card. describe it? We should take a picture of it and put it, it on the... We will. It's a card. Yeah, to send to Miles. It's a card... That has a picture of uh, joy, uh, dishwashing soap, and pride furniture wax. <laughs> it's a pretty old. So he Jewish laminated joke. a he laminated a pun. No, I laminated. Oh, it you laminated it because it's such a good joke. Did he give it to you, or you he made gave one? it to me? And I he could gave feel, you that. He gave you the card. Yeah, and here's what I could feel. I think he has like a couple hundred of those at home. And when <laughs> he does it, and somebody really likes, he goes, "You can keep that." And it's almost That's his this thing. is listen yeah. how brilliant this is. It's almost his uh, credit or his, yeah. his business card. Yeah, doesn't say his name on it anywhere, but nobody else has that thing. And now when I have it, I remember him. And and we've become they have the best matzo ball soup probably in New York City. And we become proprietors of this uh, establishment. And their brisket is really good. And um, how's their uh, burnt roof of mouth 
Um, oh, it, they'll pizza. burn. They'll burn the roof of your mouth. Yeah. That's a that's a hot <laughs> That's a hot samatsa bal soup. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you know, I I told him that joke. We 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 switched back and forth about a couple jokes, and um, that was pretty fun. I mean, that's one of the best gifts I've ever gotten because that's that joke is gonna work forever, even though those aren't current. Um, products really i don't even know if joy is still in business in yeah. terms it of looks familiar i i is yeah i don't know if either of them are but that doesn't I think matter i mean it's business. the the joke it is that works. everybody understands you know that it's joy washing soap and pride because you wouldn't just make up those so you things. had it laminated because you were worried that um you know it might f- sort of fray is that why yeah, I mean, I want to have it forever. I mean, yeah. that joke, that joke, I could, if I don't lose this wallet, that jo- and I might even ask him for a backup. <laughs> because that joke is so good yeah. um, that I just, I could see, you know, I could see having that, as long as I don't lose my wallet, I could see having that to where I had kids and maybe I passed that on to my kids. Yeah. I mean, that's something, you know, if I think one person should get that sort of you know in your will i mean like they should just receive that that's it not a kid but somebody else yeah i mean it might be you i i had i had your godson and you in (laughs) you know for quite a bit of money just to secure his college education right right but uh you know you smoked all that weed or gave it away i guess and that i gave to win yeah it actually went I, i had totally forgotten about that it yeah i don't know if you guys remember this but TJ brought me for Wynn's gift a giant. It was, it was almost, a half a pound or a pound. Yeah, of weed, it was almost yeah. a, a you know a um, you know a pillow case worth of weed. I don't really marijuana. Yeah, and and uh, and and then it it got really really dry. Yeah, and it got so bad I gave it to somebody just some of it because he wanted some. And then he called me and about a week later. He's like, it's. It's like smoking like a, you know, a tree branch. It's that dry. Like there's nothing left. I don't know why you didn't put it in the refrigerator or the freezer. I don't know what the protocol is with it. I mean, it was a lot. It was more than any human being could ever smoke. I don't think in a that's lifetime. true. It was a lot. It was a lot of marijuana, but it was meant you were meant to be able to sell it and pay for his college. Oh, is and that you really what? Fuck, okay. You really so fucked. You were trying this to one. get me into the business of selling. Uh, oh, drugs, you don't so. have to. In no business. You just had to sell that. Yeah. You know, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Let's do some maskers. What do you think? I think that's great. I brought some up. Um, I've got one here that we may have done, but I want to talk to you about it. Tony Vega at the Vega. Tony writes. Uh, is Vega. Is Manimal the best nickname or the worst nickname? Nice to meet you. My name is Jimothy, but they call me Manimal. I would go with Jimothy in that particular case. I Just because Jimothy's a funny name. It's a great name, but um, Manimal, I would never want to be called Manimal. Would you? You're a Manimal. Think how often someone would say, did you say Mammal? You say, no, Manimal. I don't they know go, if Manimal? Yeah. And you go, yeah, like animal, but with a man. And then they go... Please kindly get out of my apartment. I have a <laughs> don't let the door hit your ass on the way out. I have a friend named Jan who's and don't let your ass hit the door on the way in. <laughs> I have a friend named Jan who her husband calls her Janimal, and that's yeah. not bad. 
Um, so I think if you're, you know, if you include their name into it, that's great. I've been, I don't know if you've noticed this, but periodically lately, uh, and this is kind of a blast from the past because I used to do this. I've been calling people Action, Action Jackson. Action Jackson. Sometimes like, what's up, Action? So would you say, oh, really? Almost yeah. just Action. What up, Action? Sometimes I'll call them Action. I think that's a great sometimes idea. sometimes Action Jackson. I get a sense people like it. You know, you, you've always known I like people calling, uh, calling people Mighty One. That's always a good one. That's a good one. Hey, Mighty One. What's happening? But uh, calling them Animal. Hey, Animal. I think they feel better about that than Manimal. You know? Yeah, I think so. Um, so that's, yeah, that's a good one, Tony. Thank you. Um, so we got a few more here. This is good. We got some, some maskers. I, I, got, I got one else. Okay. I just wanted okay. to write that. Oh, shit. Okay. I just wanted to write that one down. The old uh, don't, let the, don't let your ass hit the door on the way in. I think that's a pretty fun one. Um, so I, I went all the way down to try and find what I, and I, and I found it. I found it. Um, uh, so now I'm coming. We love maskers. So get us in any kind of masker that you send. Um, you know, our way. Um, this is a, I've got one. Um, oh, you want to do yours? Yeah, sure. Um, but it's so strange how the pandemic got us to, um, maskers are even more annoying than vegans. Like hashtag it's, it's become a part of the pandemic. People who mask are maskers. Everyone else is hashtag human. Um, but here, Tom, 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 mighty meat. <laughs> Mighty Meaty Ribs writes, which I love that handle. That is great, Tom, Tom, Tom. Walking through a snowstorm for a sexual encounter. Slogging for a hogging? Yes. 100% slogging for a hogging. That sounds a little bit like something you, you, you might come up with. I like that. Oh, I love that. I've been slogging, I've been slogging through the snow for a hogging. Slogging for a hogging. That's um, great, sir. I'm gonna, okay, so I have one from... That's uh, going to get a, a retweet for I sure. got one from our, our Patreons. Uh, this one is from... And thank you to the people that are supporting us. J. Fro Fo Show. Right. Writes, uh, Maskers Alert, inspired by the most recent hot, buttery, tasty pod. Um, this is the pod where we were stuck in the uh, lamp store. Ugh, and that was something. Yeah, that was so, so... Um, at the Lamps Divided store. Right. How do they segregate lamps by height? Torch lamps, take a knee. Banker's lamps, you know what I'm talking about. Banker's lamps. What even is a banker's I lamp? <laughs> I really love at that the one. Lamps Divided store. How do they segregate lamps by height? Torch lamps, take a knee. Banker's lamps, you know what I'm talking about. I like that. I think that's hilarious. Banker's that's lamps. That's like... Uh, That's the best. Now this is this is one. This is a, a detailed one from Nathan Peterson. You ready? Yes. I recently started supporting the show, and I've been listening to back episodes. I had some thoughts on previous shows, and since I haven't listened to them all yet, I hope nobody else has said the same things. So now Nathan goes back. All I the doubt way it. I doubt it, Nathan. Nathan goes all the way back to 2012. All right, Nathan. You ready? Yeah. If you're on a Zoom meeting for work and wear a dress shirt and tie with pajama bottoms, would that be business casual? Yeah, I think so. I like business casual. 
Do they have something that's, that's called business casual? That's how we all casual? do. Uh, we talked about it last night. That's how we do Zoom meetings. I wear that uh, that sort of skirt I got at the. Uh, and at then the, you wear a tie on top. Not a tie, but I'll wear a dress shirt up top, and down below mm. I've got that sort of towel wrap that I got at the Schwitz in Cleveland. I, can't, so I I went there during the pandemic when I was at Hilarities. How did it I go? Were they it was open? good. It was limited capacity. They were open. Um, oh, I, I, I was afraid they were going to close. I had a steak. No, I mean, they're illegal. Any, you know, there's drinking it's, it's and smoking indoors. It's basically the speakeasy indoors. of... of yeah, it really was, and it was schwitzes. great. I went in there, and I wore my mask in the yeah. steam room, uh, but I took it off when I jumped in the plunge pool. It was great. I can't wait to go back there. You we, and I have to yeah, do it in 2022. Yeah. I mean, it basically, April was like, are you sponsored? Because I was just wearing their gear all over the house. She was like, are you sponsored by that Schwitz now? Because you're wearing all their stuff all the time. Their hat, and wearing that. <laughs> you skirt. wore the hat also. I wear the hat, the skirt, like the the sort of. Why were you wearing like the a hat? Towel. Why are you wearing that? No, not the not the big hat, not the sort of crazy looking one. I had a, a ball cap too. It's unbelievable. Yeah. All right, Audio Braille, Manda Nasty, which we love her. Since Snickers ice cream bars have to be kept cold and have a short shelf life. Is a Snickers ice cream bar considered the COVID-19 vaccine of desserts? Yes. Mm. Because yeah, it's precarious. Exactly. And if you pull one out and nobody eats it for the entire day, you got to throw it away. It's it goes a to disaster. Waste. That's why if you have uh, extra Snickers ice cream bars and they're melting and somebody comes up and says, listen, I don't meet the requirements. I'm under the age of 50. I don't have any comorbidities, but I'd love to eat that Snickers yeah. ice cream bar. You got to give it to them. So You got to do it. I didn't tell you this, but we've we had our our freezer uh, and our fridge broke, and it would go on and off all day, so everything would melt and then reharden again. And uh, that's kind of interesting when that happens in your freezer. I think um, that's right. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, I'm I'm doing another one from Nathan uh, Peterson here. Nozzle Cakes episode from 2000, December 18, 2012. You ready? He's uh, he's commenting on a massacre from 2012. <laughs> I like I that. I love it. I love his. I love how thorough you are, Nate. That's a nine-year-old really, massacre. I yeah. love that. Nozzle Cakes. And whoever wrote that massacre is really like, God, I'm getting, it's getting some, it's getting some play again. Um, a massacre wrote in and mentioned hitting your penis with a pin hammer. I think the most appropriate tool for the job would be a ball peen hammer based on the name alone. <laughs> it can be used on both parts of the male anatomy. I love that. A ball just, pin hammer instead of all this is like ball a, this, this is This person's going to do their, like, their, uh, like. Keep coming with it. What's yeah. his name again? Uh, Nathan Peterson. Nathan, keep coming with him. You got um, him. Okay, here's another one. Um, in the episode Go On from September 10, 2019, there was a bit about rainbow trout and what would be at the end of a trout rainbow. I think the answer would be goldfish. All right. I mean, this guy's thinking about the show in a very, like, deep way. And I, and I like that. He's good. Uh, Keep going back with it. Yeah. Um, Andrew Alderman writes, uh, Cash Levy at Not T.J. Miller. A fisherman who wears only the newest, coolest clothes. A fly fisherman? Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. I like that. And if there's a white fisherman who's doing that, then he's pretty fly for a white guy fisherman. He's male. Also. 
That's uh, an animal. But look at, you know, the all this now hashtag maskers. It used to be just for us, us and then it was a Scandinavian, you know, Moscas or something like that. Right, and that right. was fun. But now, you know, Puddin Tang underscore Puddin Tang underscore writes, shame these maskers. And then it just, he retweets a, um, you know, video of this. Look, hold on. And it's just. And so these are people in masks trying to tell them that they have to wear masks in the establishment. Right. And then all these people say, get out to the people with the masks. Where is this? I don't know where it is. I mean, you know, it's just people trying to what stop. What kind of establishment is that? Because as much as like, you know, I don't know if I'd want to be. Is that a massage um, parlor? You know, it's I don't know where it is exactly. The woman looks so moved by her patrons defending her. It's just interesting that there's um, I don't know that there is a. Um, uh, it was in Canada. Okay. It was in Canada. And it's just interesting that they're, you know, that people wouldn't want to wear masks and they just don't care that people are dying. They just don't care because it's, you know, it's it's empirically true that half a million people in the United States have died more than all of the world wars combined. And for whatever reason, there's just still people that don't care and are like, Wearing a mask is not my... I mean, half of Republicans aren't going to get the vaccine. I mean, it's just really amazing. But that's why we love your guys' maskers coming in and, uh, you know, really doing it. We did Hound Grog's Day. Um, if popsicle sticks have puns, what kind of jokes were on kebab stewers? Skewers. If popsicle sticks have puns, what kind of jokes are on kebab skewers? Mm. Mm, that's a tough one that might require some thought you know we're gonna have to think about that well, for a little while hounds well, grog i actually think it's possible that you know i like this nathan, one jay nathan peterson should take that yeah 10 nathan, years from now yes go back Nathan, take a good decade to figure out what yeah, to say about yeah. that uh jp thinks 19 says uh is a wig a hat yeah it's a hair hat right I mean, yeah, it's it's a hat made of hair, so it would be a hair hat, and it's a it's less of a hat for your head. It's a hat for your hair. You're absolutely right. So it's a hair hat. I think that's great. <laughs> what is Cash a hair hit shirt? that is one a, on the head. What is a hair? Cash shirt? hit that one on the hair. <laughs> what is a hair shirt? Um, a hair shirt would be uh the torso part so of a gorilla phrase. costume i've heard that phrase though your hair shirt that's when your body is completely covered in hair okay and so you're making fun of the fact that a person has hair all over their chest and back okay you know i think shirt. the key to losing your hair is either not worry about it or get in early and get that hair hat going so that people don't notice because once they know you're bald it's no good to go back then and all of a sudden show we, up with hair. We, That's like sort of, what's that on your face? We had a friend, this what's guy, Dan head? Fody. We had a friend and he 
was wearing ball caps for a long time yeah. because he had gone bald. And I saw him once bald, and he's really funny, so he yeah. kind of made fun of it. And then I saw him again six months or a year later, and he had hair. And all of us kind of had to pretend yeah, it's that he had never lost his hair, and he just had a full head of hair, and it was clearly a hair transplant, and it's, 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 it's so bizarre. It's, it takes a lot of bravado, and in some ways I admire my the father machismo, has, the sheer machismo to do that, but but to just show up a year later and just be like, look, hair. yeah. But at the same time, I I don't know. I'd feel more self conscious than not having it. I would wear toupees because I think it'd be so fun to have different wigs. That's yeah. what I would do. But my father is bald, and he's always been proud of it, and he gets a haircut on the sides. He grows the hair out on the sides. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's been his thing. He wears it well, and my mother thinks it's sexy. She said that before. Yeah. I really thought... Some women think it's sexy. It's just... You know what it is? It's just more skin. Y yeah. <laughs> you know? When you say to a girl, show me a little skin. Well, a guy's saying, hey, why don't you check out the forehead and up and all the way around to the back because there's plenty of skin there. I really thought... We talked about the show last night. I really thought that after all those months of not performing, the hardest part would be just to stand in front of other human beings um, and have them look at you. Like if, you've, if you, you became a little bit... Uh, reclusive over the last 13 months and um, I found very quickly on stage that I just I only care about what people I know think I don't care about what strangers think yeah I think it, that's, that's true. never changed what did I you think about your unmanageable joke how do you think that was? <laughs> it didn't, didn't, like, didn't go too well I would say that would that did not take didn't take but you know what uh, it, it always took virtually so I you know uh, so what are you going to do? Go back um, to doing virtual stuff. Yeah. Death to Let's do a couple more because then we have to actually go and do three shows. Death to Tomatoes says, if Carl Jung had a rock band, would they be known for their symbols? That's great mm, because, yeah. you know, you're talking about archetypes symbols, yeah. and symbols of dreams. And that's that is really clever. And I think you're right. And I like that you spelled it C-Y-M-B-A-L-S because you got to. You got to know what to do. You know, you got to know what's going on. Um, Adam Metropolis writes, unfaithful mushrooms, trufflin. Yeah, because maybe trifling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bitches be trifling. <laughs> Bitches be trufflin. Black chicken salad, <laughs> which is just an amazing name for yeah. any. That's amazing. Yeah. Writes, who's better in a world of wearing masks? Ventriloquists. Ventriloquists. Or it's a ventriloquy. Ventriloquy. Who's better in a world of wearing masks? Ventriloquy or butterfaces? I mean, I look, I do a bit where I am a ventriloquist with a mask on and right. my dummy has a mask on. Right. But um, you know, the butterfaces, they're lucky. If you if you aren't super happy with your face, but you've got a just a rockin' body. This is your time. The pandemic, this is your time. Yeah. I think yeah, that's right. That's true. Because then somebody's already kind of dating you and giving you, asking you out and all that stuff before they actually see the goods, so to speak. Um, Joe, J. Fro Fosho uh, has a haiku inspired by Cash. Here's how it reads. Zoom meeting vase face. Elf on the shelf hater. A grotten ladle. Oh, I like that. Is that a haiku? Yeah. Oh, God, that's amazing. Read it again. <laughs> Read it one more time. I mean, I love this show. The fact people it's are a great show. Haikus, it's really And to see Snail trailing last night and have her yeah. do the whole, um, 
She gave us a clip art book of yeah, all of the funny Photoshop so stuff she'd done. It was so really thankful something. for the people we meet uh, yeah. from the show. Jay Fro, faux show, a haiku inspired by cash. Zoom meeting vase face, elf on the shelf hater, a gratin ladle. I love it. It's too good. Uh, and um, here we go. Hounds Grog's Day says, are you the kind of guy who eyes his dots and tees his crosses? I like that. I've always made the joke of I'm the type of guy who dots my T's and crosses my eyes, um, which is also funny because I cross my eyes, my actual human eyes. Um, but I love that. I your dot. Uh, hey, just I your dots and T your crosses. That's really good. <laughs> that should have been on the mixed metaphor, mixed messages episode. Yeah, or at least that would be one of their station breaks. Yeah, <laughs> uh, one of six point mixed messages. Oh, we got Do a nonstop you? coming up. Do you uh, cross your T's? We're crossing T. We're no. T and crosses and I and dots on 109 point nothing. The Grog Bog. <laughs> Wait, is that which which radio station is this? Yeah, that's right. Sometimes we change the name of our station. <laughs> uh, Just to confuse you. Because this train's already left the station and it's two ships passing in during flight. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Don't bite off more than you can swallow on 106.7, the mixed message au gratin. Don't chew off more than you can bite and cross those eyes, cross those dots and tee those eyes. <laughs> tee up those eyes, baby. That's nasty. Um, so uh, just a couple more and because we got a little bit more time. Um, coming to you. Uh, it's so frustrating. Pandemic scamdemic. I wonder how many maskers and provaskers feel now. I mean, it's just... It's Nathaniel just, White writes, if you can fit how nasty you want to be into a closet, is that a pretty big closet? Yes. It's a yeah. closet. I mean... Well, that's that's how big it is for it's us. It's limitless. That, that's how limitless it's the nastiness that, that we want to be. the universe is limitless. Hibiscus... Uh, time is limitless. And true. so is getting nasty. Hibiscus Jack. I've decided also I'm going to start following all the people that... Uh, I already follow Hibiscus Jack. But he says, cold soup by the bag, an invitation, an arsenal even... Quotes, throw soup on them on an absolute classic buttery tasty. He always keeps a Ziploc of cold chicken noodle on his person. <laughs> Wish I could remember the episode. Help. Do you remember it? Miles can maybe help. Well, Miles can help, but you know. But I love cold soup in a bag, an invitation, an arsenal even. I think uh, from Patreon, Nathan Peterson is going to know because he's been delving into the backlog of tasty Nathan, pots. find it for us and hand it over, you old crab papple. I'm excited that Nathan's <laughs> a part of the whole thing. Um, okay. Zach Stower, another one of our faves, writes, um, are homeless people free-range humans? Yes, I love that. That's I would say that's a for sure, right? Nathan Peterson also writes, if an orgy broke out at a dinner party... Would that be intercourse? I love it. I think it's if an orgy broke out in between appetizers in between. and yeah. entree, yeah. Yeah. would that be intercourse? What are we serving next? That's Sex. so Sex. good. What do you call it? Intercourse. I, get, well, I think we should leave on that one. That is so good. 
This picture of my pride and joy. <laughs>